Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter, Allegra. You may know my mom from the Mom Hour. You're listening to Kid Literate, and on this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together, plus how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies. Today's episode is all about audiobooks, especially ones we have enjoyed together on a road trip. Come on, Mom. Let's get started. Okay, Allegra, episode two. Thanks, everybody, for coming back and joining us for Kid Literate. We are talking today about audiobooks. This is a huge topic. Allegra, I'm sure we'll probably cover this multiple times on this show, right? Yeah, probably. So today we're going to start small and we're going to focus on audiobooks that make for great listens as a family together. And the place where that happens most is... Road trips. Road trips and the car, even short car trips. We listen to audiobooks even if we're only in the car for 10 minutes. Yeah. So this is another whole topic, but I want to say real quick that we get most of our audiobooks for free through our public library, through the Libby app, which used to be the OverDrive app. Also, you have Hoopla. So make sure as we're talking, make sure you're aware of what your public library offers. I mean, Audible is a great service and we have a subscription to that as well, mostly for your dad, mostly for Brian. Um, But just letting everybody know, if you're not familiar, you can get most audiobooks for free. So go figure out how to do that. And so let's get talking about the books that we have liked. If you have questions, just email us. Yeah, it's a good one, Allegra. Hello at kidliteratepodcast.com. Way to plug our email address. Um, Okay, Mm -hmm. let's dig into our list. So my first pick for an audiobook is actually a whole series, and that is the Ramona Quimby books, beloved favorites, been around a long, long time. I have read the Ramona books to you guys aloud. Um, They make great read aloud chapter books, so they were stories you were already familiar with. But the audiobook series is read by an actress named Stockard Channing, who I know from the movie Grease and the TV show The West Wing. And so I think with audiobooks, the reader, the voice can make such a difference. And she does such a good job. There are eight books in the series. Um, Ramona starts out, let's see, Beezus and Ramona, she's in preschool. Yeah, they call it nursery school. Yeah. And then it goes all the way up through about fourth grade. So Yeah, fourth grade. I remember when I was in third grade, I read the last one and was like, oh, it goes up so high. And now I'm in going into sixth and I'm like, oh, it's. I thought it stopped at fifth grade. Yeah. Hmm. Fourth grade seems so far behind you now. <laughs> um, they just make great audiobooks, and Stalker Channing as a reader is fantastic. And they yep. are all available, at least with our, through our library, they were all free to download and that kept us busy for a long time. So, and I would, that would be a one I would re-listen to anytime. They're so good. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. What's your first pick? My first pick is Phantom Tollbooth. Me, dad, my brother, and my sister all listened to this in the car on our way to school. So my dad takes us to school and then goes to work because that's how our schedule works. So when we're going to school, it's about a 15-minute drive, and we listen to Phantom Tollbooth. Phantom Tollbooth is about a boy who hates everything when he's at school. He wants to be home when he's home. He wants to be at school, and he just needs to figure out that Life's exciting. Enjoy it. So he gets a present, a mysterious present. He doesn't know who it's from. And it sucks him into a magical land where everything in literature and math comes to life. So they have like subtraction soup and they jump to conclusions, the island of conclusions, where if you're like, oh, isn't it a pretty day? 
Then you jump from wherever you are onto the island of conclusions. So I have to say that as a side observer, um, I have read parts of The Phantom Tollbooth. It's a book that's been around a long, long time. It's a, you know, another kind of classic favorite. But I have never read the whole thing all the way through. And just observing you guys listening to and sort of referring back to the jokes is delightful. There's a lot of wordplay. So Lots you end up wordplay. kind of learning um, you learn parts of speech and idioms and language and it's sort of like sneakily educational, but even Violet liked it, right? Yeah. At age five or six. We had to um, explain some of the jokes or why they were funny mm -hmm. to her, but. That's how well, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So another one that has come up recently is anything by the author, Andrew Clements, who is an author I only discovered through you guys. I don't remember him being around when I was a kid. I read Frindle, which is the first book I read of his in third grade as like a reading group. I was the only girl in that group. Frindle is a fantastic book. If you guys aren't Amazing. familiar, we've listened to it so and many times. And the audio book is fantastic. And and other Andrew Clements books. There's Lunch Money. Can you think of another one? Um, yeah, No Talking uh -huh. is one. I haven't listened to it as an audio book, but I have read it multiple times. Yeah. So those have been really good. Again, we you know trying to please or keep entertained three different kids of three different ages. Those have They're, all hit the mark. The students in the books are all fifth grade. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I didn't really get to listen to Lunch Money from the beginning. Reed and Violet started it without me, but from what I heard, it was pretty good. Yeah. He's a popular author. Okay. So what do you have next for us, Allegra? Well, my dad just finished reading to us the Harry Potter series. We just finished the seventh book. I mean, I feel like that requires like a pause and like some kind of woohoo, like, yeah, <laughs> like insert applause noise here because... That the series is seven books. The last few books are super long. And yeah, there reading, were like 750 pages. And reading aloud takes time. You guys had to commit to it. My dad's really good. He is a really good reader alouder. And I mean, I want to say it's been years, right? Yeah. Because you kind of took we a break. We started when we were like, yeah, we took a break between the fourth and the fifth one because that's when it really gets like kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that is like your personal audiobook, Dad Reading yeah. the Harry Potter. But the actual audiobooks are good too, right? Yeah. And the narrator is Jim Dale. He does a fantastic job. I love his voices, the way he really like develops the characters and the accents. You know? The accents. I mean, we They're all British. love we all love a good British accent, but he has all the differences, the Scottish yeah. and the North and the dialects and all of these different. So if you appreciate accents, I think he does such a good job. Amazing. So the what I have found in terms of getting a hold of the Harry Potter audiobooks, they are one of the longest wait lists at our library. And they're also something that you could re-listen to again and again. So that is one that we purchased with our Audible credits. So I think it, it kind of depends. It's like it's like buying versus renting a movie. You can decide if it's something that you may want to buy. And I think with the Harry Potters, we did buy them because yeah. the wait list at the library was so long. And then the books are long. So if you don't finish listening to them, the, the digital loan expires and it's gone. And then you have to go back on the wait list. So that one may be worth purchasing. Then you lose your spot too. That's true. So let's stay in Great Britain briefly and talk about Mary Poppins. This. Yes, okay. we just finished listening to it. It was fantastic. So this is interesting. I had heard that the original stories of Mary Poppins were really good, but 
I was warned that they are very, very different from the Disney movie we know and love. Um, and it, it's also, it's old. I mean, it, it was written a long time ago. It's kind of stuffy British language. The woman who reads it, it, it was a woman, right? Yes, yeah. woman. Um, so I, to be honest, did not think you guys were going to just go crazy for it, especially given that the story takes like a far left turn from what we know from the movie. It's like, it's completely different. It um, starts out pretty similar. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like they're going around the world and talking to dolphins and penguins and um, Red cows looking for stars to put on their horns. And but there is something there's some there's a lot of humor in it. Some lots of humor. And mm-hmm. and you guys just liked it. it was, and we we could relate to the kids problems, even though they ha- had some like fantastical journeys, journeys and, and adventures. But the feelings were real. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good point. Um, and all three of you guys liked it. There are other books in the series. Um, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And and again, don't expect an audiobook that's the same as the Disney movie. I think if you go in expecting that, um, it is really delightful and charming. And it made us want to put another one on our list, and that is the original Peter Pan, um, which we started listening to, and then our library loan expired. So we'll get we back to you back. guys. <laughs> but we, we were liking it at the yeah. beginning. So, All right, so we picked one more to recommend, and this um, kind of ending where we began, which is audiobooks that I think would be enjoyable even for preschoolers and really young elementary schoolers. And this one is The Chocolate Touch by Patrick Skeen Catling. I remember reading this book as a kid and you said you also liked it when you were little. Yeah. Could I kind of say what it's about? It's a very interesting plot. Go for it. So this boy will not stop eating candy, especially chocolate. So one day he turns a wrong way and finds this candy store. On the ground, he sees a little coin with his face on it. He walks into the store and realizes he doesn't have any money, but there's this huge box of chocolate. He goes up to the cashier and says, I wish I could have that chocolate or something like that, but I don't have any money. And the cashier says, well, look what you've got in your hand. That's the only kind of money I accept. So when he takes the box home and eats it, everything he puts in his mouth turns to chocolate. Everything. Toothpaste, eggs, toast, orange juice, water. It's the most memorable because I can remember reading this and imagining it as a very little kid. Um, the audiobook is great. And it's a premise that I think all kids are just sort of delighted by. Um, when I was volunteering in your school library, I played parts of the library book for kinder first and second graders. And they were, they were begging when I went in the next week to do a regular read aloud with them, like a regular story time, they wanted the next chapter of the chocolate touch. It was really cute. So uh, that's a book recommendation that could be a read aloud for you with your kids at home. It could be, it's a great early chapter book for kids who are just getting into chapter books or it's a great audio book. Um, so again, that's the chocolate touch by Patrick Skeen Catling. So Allegra, uh, we've talked about quite a few audiobooks here. Tell everybody if they didn't get a chance to remember it or write it down, where do they go to uh, get this information and the links? So if you missed it, all of the links are on our website, kidliteratepodcast.com. Yep. So that's where you'll find the show notes. And for every episode, we know that we throw a lot of book titles and audiobooks and TV shows at you. And you can always find those at our website. And before we wrap up, Allegra, we are ending 
every episode of Kid Literate by just briefly talking about what we are reading. And I am going to talk about a book I just finished recently, and that is called The Library Book. It's nonfiction. It's by Susan Orlean, and it tells the story of a fire that happened at the central branch of the Los Angeles Public Library in the 1980s, which is kind of a an obscure random crime that you might not think that you needed to know about, but really what it is, is a history of libraries and the significance of libraries. So if you are a book lover, this is a fantastic book. Again, it's called the library book. Did I say it was called the library? It's called the library book and it is by Susan Orlean. So how about you? So the book that I am reading is called Trevor Noah, Born a Crime. It's the young readers edition. Some grownups may have read his biography, autobiography of growing up in South Africa. This is the Young Readers Edition. It has a lot of the same things. It just makes it more appropriate for kids because he had a harsh life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Dad picked this up for you and I was so glad he did because I I don't, it might have not occurred to me. I did read the book and it's fantastic. And since we're talking about audiobooks today, I have also heard that the audiobook of the adult version is amazing. I think he reads it himself. Yeah. I wonder if he has an audiobook. We'll we'll find that out for you guys and put it in the show notes if he does have an audiobook version of the, the kid. Young. Yeah, the young readers version. So um, say again what it's called. It's called Trevor Noah Born a Crime. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's called It's Trevor Noah Born a Crime. Okay. Again, we'll link that up. And if you're not familiar, Trevor Noah is a comedian and um, host of The Daily Show. And it's about his growing up in post-apartheid South Africa, right? So you probably mm-hmm. learned... He was six when apartheid ended. Okay. You probably learned a whole bunch of stuff you didn't know about that. that yes, I did. period of time. Okay, guys. So we are wrapping up again, head to kidliteratepodcast.com to check out everything we discussed in today's show and email us hello at kidliteratepodcast.com and tell us what you are reading or what audiobooks you're enjoying. We love hearing from you. And Allegra, thanks for being here. You're welcome. See you guys next time. Kid Literate is a production of Life Listened. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks! Thanks!